0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and not my producer Taylor because I'm currently in Texas and he is in LA. So anyways, let me just update you guys about my little Tuesday. Woke up, I started the show Nashville, big fan. I actually finished here last night. You guys should be very proud of me. I've never been someone who's watched a ton of shows and now I feel like I'm really in the loop am I late with cheer? hundred percent. Am I really late with Nashville? Yes, but you have to start somewhere. Okay. So finished cheer. Wow. Shout out to Jerry, the greatest person ever. Also my dream would be to have them on. I want like Jerry, I wouldn't take any of them because I'm obsessed with all of them, but Jerry or Monica, Monica would be such a good guest because I want to learn all of her leadership skills. And as far as like being the best coach in the world, essentially. So if anyone has that hookup, let me know because that's my dream come true. Also, I'm also a Texan and I live in Texas. So that would be like a match made in heaven. Totally off subject. Um, I started off my morning with a cozy morning. It was raining outside. This is my very ideal day. Um, I make some coffee. Quentin's here. We, watch, uh, we start watching Nashville. Then we go to Equinox and I go work out. That was great. I leave. I go do some home decor shopping. I get home. I make my great lunch of broccoli and salmon. And then I also, as that went on, was listening to an Ed My lap podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. And I literally went on my computer and worked for like pretty much 10 hours. I got so much stuff done. And I swear it's a combination of my healthy lunch um, mostly my workout, and then actually really mostly, mainly my Ed and My Love podcast. So I'm really on one today. I'm feeling really great. Um, life update. I love living in Texas. It's the best thing ever. If you guys don't know, I have a YouTube channel. All the moving vlogs are there. But anyways, with that being said... The intro is not going to be too long today just because I'm really excited to get into this episode. So the guest today is Natalie Barbu. I'm sure so many of you guys know her. She is the host of the Real Real podcast. She lives in New York. She's also a YouTuber, just kind of overall influencer, brilliant business mastermind. Um, She also does consulting. Like there's so many things and she's so freaking cool. Um, her podcast is amazing. It's one of my favorites. She has really great guests on. It's definitely like very career heavy. So for those of you who are kind of like exploring different outlets or just interested in that stuff, like if you like this podcast, you will love hers. We recorded an episode um, for her podcast as well. That's already up. So you guys should go head on over there and listen once you're done with this episode. But I selfishly um, basically asked her all the questions that I have. Um, I feel like oh, so often, especially with like an influencer podcast, there's a the typical like, how do you start started?" Blah, 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 whatever. Which like that is good. But also... Like Natalie being someone that I really follow and love and look up to, I wanted to know like the nitty gritty details, like how did she start consulting, how did she build clientele. So we kind of get really into it. Um, it's also super fun, like just product rec stuff like that, um, as always. But I think this episode is really valuable because um, I was a little bit selfish and I asked questions that I was wanted to know. You know. Also, if you guys have not already signed up for the email newsletter. You guys need to, I give you guys my best recommendations, products, reads, listens, all of that stuff, as well as like my favorite follow, um, things I've been learning. And then also I'm adding a section on the email that kind of lists off every single discount code I currently have. So if you guys listen to this podcast and you think, oh, I love that sponsor you talked about, but you can't find it in the episode. You guys need to join the email newsletter because I'm just going to have those in there bi-weekly. So you guys can just go back to the email to basically find ways to spend money or not to spend money to save money, but I guess also to spend money because it's all great. So be sure to do that. It is in the show notes down below, not down below, it's just in the show notes. Can you to tell I came from YouTube, guys. We recorded this episode in December, so I'm really glad that it's finally out, but I hope you guys enjoy and let's get into the episode. Hi. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming on. I am actually so excited. Guys, we are doing a podcast swap. So I will have, well, I don't even know if the podcast episodes are going to go up at the same time, but Natalie's here and we just recorded for her podcast, The Real Real, as well. So you really need to do a The Real Real sponsorship. Like, I, I know it's different. I know. I'm like,
1: I feel bad that we have the same name, but I feel like it's spelled differently and it's it means so two totally different things. Totally different reels on the second. Yeah. Totally and different. There, I'm a podcast. They're a bag consignment yeah. shop. So it's okay. It's okay. It's very <laughs>
0: different. And like, it's not the same name because they mean different things. My bag actually right now is from The Real Real. Big fan. <laughs> okay. So first off, love your podcast. Thanks. Love the name. Thank you. No,
1: I'm so excited to be on here. Like I was telling Kenzie that
0: I listen to her podcast every week. Oh my gosh! Thank you. I That's love really it. Cool. That's how you know people are like actually like it if you listen to every single yeah, week. Yeah. No, I'm like getting really excited whenever you have a new episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Well, I'm so excited that you're on. For those who I feel like every single person who listens to this podcast knows who you are, but maybe if they don't, can you give a little like one minute background?
1: Yeah. So my name is Natalie. I grew up in North Carolina and I went to school there. I went to NC State or got a degree in industrial engineering, graduated in 2018, moved to New York City. Well, actually before that, I had a real quote unquote real job, corporate job at Accenture, which is a consulting company. And then I moved to New York City after I quit that job. And now I do YouTube full time. I have a podcast. And I also just started a consulting business where I help people build their personal brands and... Uh, I'm starting to work with other brands on like their marketing strategies and stuff like that. And I'm really excited to grow that. That's like my biggest passion right now is like growing that and expanding that.
0: Yeah. So that's a quick, it. quick spiel about me. <laughs> that was really good. That Thanks. was a really great bio, actually. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we do hot seat. So I basically just ask you three fun questions. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So the first one that I ask every single person now, best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months. Oh
1: my gosh. Um. Okay. I am obsessed with like Glossier skincare right now. Yes. So the exfoliator, it's not like a scrub. It's okay. It's just one of those things that you, it's like a toner. It's a, a solution is what it's called, oh. but it exfoliates your skin. So I use Curology, but I use that with like hand in hand with it. And it is so good. I swear my skin, like it's so much better when I use the exfoliator and I'm obsessed with it.
0: So it's like the liquid exfoliator? Yeah. And okay. it's with
1: a cotton ball and.
0: Wow. But I love that have you tried their future do no okay you have to try it it's actually the best thing to ever exist i actually just did a deal with them and it was like my i was so excited because i've loved Gossier for forever yeah. and so it's basically it's like a serum mixed. it's not makeup but it's a serum that goes on it looks like makeup if that makes any oh, sense okay it is the best thing ever i like, have to try it i, I love, love it. all their products
1: no i i am obsessed with them and also the balm.com
0: yeah, I, I don't know how I much, much literally that is. Just put it, on. it is. It's like twenty dollars. It's the best. <laughs> Actually, I think it's like ten. Number two, what is your favorite travel essential? I have to travel with my laptop, obviously, but probably
1: my AirPods. And I know that sounds like a cliche, but I cannot leave the house now without my AirPods. I like now that I live in New York, I walk everywhere, I take the subway, and I really miss like listening to music on my commute. Like when I had a car, I would sing at the top of my lungs in my car mm-hmm. and like listen to music. So I just always have my AirPods in, like, at all times literally all the time yeah
0: (laughs) no it actually it my airpods there was this thing where for some reason every time i went to trader joe's every monday my airpods would die and it was Uh. heartbreaking (laughs) because i would be so excited to like walk around listen to my podcast Mm -hmm. grocery shop and i was like wow my life sucks yeah no i need those at all times okay and number three who is someone kind of like a businesswoman or yeah i guess just like a businesswoman that you admire look up to Oh
1: gosh, I have to think about this. Why can't I think of it? I know it's on hard to of think about the spot.
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. I'm trying to think of someone that I like really love the path that they're on, and the like. I like people that started doing something creative, but eventually like expanded into a business. Yes. So who is someone like that? Like,
0: I kind of feel know. that way about Shay Mitchell right now.
1: Oh, that's actually a yeah. really cool one. Yeah. Or, uh, Lauren Elizabeth. Yeah. I love Lauren. Lauren yeah. Elizabeth. I like that she has her own like clothing line mm-hmm. and it's like her own, you know, it's yes. her own. She has a podcast now. You know, I think she started on YouTube, but she's expanding and it's, she's making it her own. It's not like she's just making like random clothes that she's selling, you know, it's like, takes time you can tell it takes time and effort Mm -hmm. and like it's very hers so i really love that like we're in two totally different fields i feel like like she's more clothing and i'm more like consulting but i really really admire how she like was able to expand and now it's kind of like i i like her clothes, apart from her, you know, like I would yes. shop there even if I didn't know that it was like her
0: online. Yeah, like it's something that would be sold at Revolve or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, not the Revolve prices though, guys. Her clothing line is XLE. She's actually been on this podcast. I love her. her. I went to John and <laughs> Benny's with her like last week. She's literally the best. Okay, so we're gonna talk about a bunch of like YouTube consulting, New York, kind of like the whole um, ordeal. Let's briefly talk about YouTube. So, how did you? I mean, we talked about this a little bit on your podcast, but Mm -hmm. how old were you when you started? I started eight years ago. I started okay, cool. so
1: long ago. I was fifteen, because I remember I didn't even have my driver's license yet. And I remember yeah. having a video where I'm like, guys, I'm taking the driver's ed tests. Like I'm so nervous. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but I started back then, but it wasn't like serious at all. Like yeah. I posted the most random, cringy videos ever. And it was just like for fun. Like I had no idea that this could be a business. And then when I got to college, I was like, okay, I miss doing this because I I didn't get bullied. I wouldn't say I was bullied at all, but I was very insecure in high school and what when people found my videos that like they would kind of like make fun of me for it and I don't think it was malicious, but like it was enough that I was so insecure that whenever someone would like make a comment about it or like watch it with me in the room and like yeah. laugh, I would just be so like, oh my God, oh my God, they, they, they probably think I'm so weird. Like, yeah, I can't it do made this. Uncomfortable. Yeah, it yeah. made me very, very uncomfortable. So I stopped actually for a little bit and I posted like two videos a year, which essentially is like stopping for a year. And then once I got to college, I was like, okay, if people actually care what I'm doing with my life, we're 18, we're adults. Yeah. like <laughs> I'm grown <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> I was like, then that shows more on them than it does on me. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing it because I really miss it. And then I started like doing it again in college and actually posting like consistently and having a schedule and working with brands more so I feel like I started
0: doing it when I was a freshman in high school or college okay and I'm cool. 23 now cool cool yeah I started I'm 22 I started right before my 16th birthday because my 16th birthday vlog I remember that like yeah very well I had the you know the Selena Gomez birthday song isn't no. it Selena Gomez it's like tell them that it's your birthday or whatever it's like really I don't, know that song. I don't even <laughs> think it was actually like really released I think it was like a YouTube thing anyways really awful audio I remember <laughs> the intro so well like yeah too too well yeah okay so who was like your first friend that you made on youtube one of my very first friends on youtube was
1: actually tasha oh so, really yeah okay, i cool. remember before she went to college she would like comment on my videos and be like oh i feel like we're so similar because i'm a year older than her so when i was in college she was like i'm going to college next year and i feel like we're really similar like all this stuff and like we didn't ever meet until i was in la for two months so only like last was that last year two years ago like two years ago is the first time that we met and I was like oh my god like I we've been like YouTube friends for so so long so yeah she's definitely been like my longest YouTube friend
0: that's so funny Mm -hmm. I feel like for the most part honestly people the people that you or the friends that you made early on in YouTube like more often than not, are still your friends. Like yeah. Danielle and Brooke, I've been friends with them since they were like preppy. Yeah. Like they were <laughs> literally, they would wear like Vineyard Vines Lily Pulitzer. They had meetups. Well, they had meetups at Lily Pulitzer like not even that long ago, but they were like heavily yeah. into the preppy style yeah. and all that. Like it's just so funny. Okay. So how did you decide what school that you wanted to go to? So for
1: me, I always knew I wanted to do engineering and it was just because both my parents are engineers. I was really good at math. I liked like problem solving and I really liked all my math classes. And when I was in high school, I was like, that's all engineering is. It's just like math and a little bit of science and whatever. So even though that's not all it is, but like in my mind, that's what I thought it was. So I knew I wanted to go to an engineering school. So I just like looked up a ton of good engineering schools. I didn't want to pay out of state tuition because I just like in North Carolina in state tuition is only like $8,000. Like it's, it's really, really affordable for people to pay in state. So I didn't, and I'm really lucky. My parents did pay for my college and I didn't have like student loans or anything. So I'm like so grateful for Mm -hmm. that, but I didn't want to put them in a hole with like paying out of state tuition if I didn't have to. And NC State is like the best engineering school in North Carolina, besides probably like Duke or something like that, but it's (sighs) a public school. So I just went there I visited it really really liked it it was in a city it had like shopping it had restaurants so i was like okay i can see myself being here unlike i was looking at clemson and i'm like this is like the smallest town middle of nowhere don't want to go here so yeah that's how i decided in nc state but it was just like i only applied to four schools like i didn't apply to that many
0: yeah just like okay i'll just go here (laughs) are you glad that you picked that major still
1: Yes, I am because I do think that it made me like a smarter more like well-rounded person I feel like I learned a lot that I would never have learned like not doing it obviously and With youtube, I feel like I already got like a business degree with that, you know Yeah, so I was still doing youtube the whole time I was in college And I learned so much about business so much about marketing through that That I just felt like doing engineering made me more well-rounded and like you really do problem solve a lot in engineering and I don't know. I felt like it was a good challenge for me. And even now, like being out of college, I like really miss learning. Like I like want to take a business course. Or I want to take something that yeah. I want to take an online course or like I'm live kind of near NYU. I'm like, should I take a class at NYU? Like I, I really do miss like being challenged and learning. And that's something that I really did get in engineering, even though some day, di- some days were like miserable and it was really hard,
0: but like I don't regret doing it. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I was actually thinking about that because I'm like, I, obviously, like, I'm majoring in business. Yeah. And I was like, I don't I kind of wanted to major in something else because I'm like, I feel like I already. But then I was like, okay, well, I'm really busy and I at least have a background in this. So, like, yeah. that's really why I went with that. But I kind of, I don't regret. Well, I don't, I did business, business administration. I'm not administrative in the slightest. <laughs> so, I have no idea why that was what I picked. I don't regret it, but I also think it would have been cool to learn something else. Like, I wish I would have done, like, communications or marketing or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, like, too crazy. Because, honestly, like, you kind of learn stuff in all of those yeah. areas. But, like, especially to be, like, in the kind of, like, situations that we're in, it would have been cooler to, like, do something else. You know what I mean? I would yeah. think about that a lot, actually. All right, guys. Really quickly, we are going to take a break to talk about Go Macro. So I am very excited about this new sponsor because I love Go Macro bars. I actually normally have some in my pantry, in my purse, in my gym bag. I had some in my office in LA. I am the biggest Fan. They are so freaking good. I buy them online in bulk because I'm that obsessed with them and that's kind of how you know. It's mother-daughter owned and based in a rural community. Their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have a positive effect on the world. Their goal is to inspire you to have a healthy body, sharp mind, and bold spirit. Again, they're available in 16 different flavors. They're made from simple, high-quality ingredients that are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. They have mouth-watering flavors such as, my personal fave again, oatmeal, chocolate chip maple sea salt and blueberry cashew butter. Another huge perk is that Go Macro actually has flavors for people who have food allergies and dietary restrictions. So they offer three delicious nut-free flavors, including the oatmeal chocolate chip, my personal fave, maple sea salt and sunflower butter and chocolate. Okay, another perk of Go Macro. I personally am someone who really likes to snack and I also get hungry pretty often. And if I don't plan ahead and have a good, healthy snack, I'm going to just end up eating whatever's around me. So I've found it to be really helpful to kind of buy these bars in bulk and put them in places like my gym bag, my purse, my pantry, my office, wherever is like kind of most fitting at the time. And then I eat healthier and I end up saving money. Okay. Speaking of saving money, you guys can head on over to gomacro.com and use promo code. I love you for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. Again, that is just macro.com and use promo code I love you for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. Seriously, it's 30% off plus free shipping. You guys should go check out. Anyways, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode and let's get back to it.
1: Well, I was gonna major. I really wanted to major in fashion because at the time I was obsessed with fashion mm-hmm. and I like really wanted to do that. But my parents were just like, uh, we're not gonna pay for school if you do fashion because they're very... Like, we want you to get a good job. We want you to be able to be like financially independent afterwards, which not saying anything wrong with fashion majors. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that there are so it's like, it's not as easy as people think it is. Like, you can definitely get a job, especially now, like with a fashion degree. But my parents are immigrant parents. They are just very like science or engineering type of parents. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to do engineering. That's like the one that I like the best beside like I wasn't gonna go to med school or like do science or anything like that. Yeah. So I was like Okay, i'll just do engineering then but now i'm like so glad that I did because I don't even like love fashion as much anymore <laughs> Yeah When you quit your job, how do they react? They were super supportive okay, because cool. they knew my situation like my dad was like try sticking it out for a year because you know the security of like being at a job for a year, but I me and my mom were just like, okay, there's no point. Like I'm miserable. I don't have time for anything. Like they saw my mental state. They saw how hard I was working on YouTube. They saw the money I was making also, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like they'd be worried about that, yeah. you know? So, they were super super supportive. And like my dad has his own business, so he knows how nice it is to like work for yourself. So, yeah. they they were like totally fine with that.
0: At what point? Like did you have like a breaking point and you like finally made the decision like were you thinking about it for a long time like what was the process like for quitting it was actually really
1: funny because i remember telling keon which is my boyfriend i was like okay i'm going to quit in december and then i'm going to move to new york in february cuz my lease ended in february so i would still like be in north carolina if i stuck to that plan i was like i'll quit in december and then i was like okay no i'll quit after a year in september like it'll, it'll be september and then as time went on i'm like uh, maybe i'll quit like at the end of the summer and i was like i No, I'm quitting now. Like I was just like, I am done because I would wake up early. I would work before like going to work. Like I would be eat my breakfast and like be on my phone doing stuff or like finish editing a video. I'd bring my laptop, like my personal laptop to work, take a lunch break, spend an hour downstairs at Starbucks simultaneously eating or not eating and like editing a video. Then I'd like eat at my desk, my lunch, even though I was supposed to be working. And then I would go home, rush home. I would work until like, Eight o'clock, and then it was just like unsustainable. You know, like I could not do it anymore. And especially when brand deals, like if I had deadlines and I was like, I can't edit this in time, you know, so I'd be like scrambling to edit at lunch, and it was just a mess. Like there was one time I had to like refilm something, and I remember having to like go home during lunch, rush home, like Uber home because I didn't have time to walk to my parked car because that would take too much time. You know, like it was just. So unsustainable
0: for me that I I couldn't do it anymore. That's just way too much. Yeah, no, it was like
1: it was exhausting
0: I can't even imagine like even with like the school that I was at I cannot I mean it was it was really four days a week In like all day and it was an hour for me. So like crazy but like I felt like even there I was Like, it's not... I mean, it's not even the same hours. It's not the same thing. But, like, I would bring my laptop everywhere I went. Like, I was always... It's hard. Like, people just don't... I was also... I said this in her podcast, but, like, the whole... She's like, now everyone's, like, quitting and whatever. And it's like, they're this first wave of, like, YouTubers who have gone through college, went to go get a, like, quote-unquote, like, normal 9-to-5 job, Mm -hmm. and then realized it was unsustainable. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, you're seeing all these people... But also I think like, I think you actually posted this the other day. Something about like a side hustle and you want it to become your main hustle. Was that you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a bench, like basically like you want your side hustle to become your main hustle, but then people like love you guys for it. And then it does become your main hustle and people are like, Matt, I'm like, chill out guys.
1: Yeah, I think it's just like, people don't see the amount of work that goes into it beforehand. Like I've been doing YouTube for eight years. Mm -hmm. I did not just randomly decide to like quit my job and become a YouTuber. Like I have been working on this for eight years. I'm so proud of myself that I'm able to do it full-time now. I mean, it took a long time and honestly, most people, it takes such shorter amounts of time. Like I, I feel like I've been on YouTube so much longer than so many people. And I never had that like viral video that like blew me up or anything like that. Like, Yeah, it was very like slow and steady like we were saying and slow and steady wins the race guys (laughs) I didn't have any video that blew me up or anything like that. So For me, i'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe after eight years. I'm like able to do this like this is insane So I never want to ever take it for granted but I hope people realize that like You may have just found my videos through like my working
0: vlogs, but i've been doing this for so much longer than that Yeah, it's something that should be celebrated Yeah, it's not something that should be this really big deal because i'm also kind of going through this like i'm thinking okay We've both agreed that we hate the whole like relatable thing that has become a big thing this year Yeah, probably because of the job situation with people when you quit were you like worried about like what videos you were going to make or anything like that? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: I was so worried. I was like, okay, all my content revolves around work because that's literally all I have time to do. Like I don't have time to film a sit down video. So I'm only going to do work content (laughs) because I literally don't have time for anything else. So I was worried about that, but I knew that I was never going to stop working. Like I am, I really do like working a lot. I've been that way since I was like, literally like 10 years old. I feel like I feel like I came out of the womb and I was like, brilliant business
0: idea, guys. Let's get to the table. Yeah. (laughs) Literally.
1: So I knew I would always be working. I already had the idea for like my consulting company. And I so I knew that I would still be doing something, but I was just scared that people would be like, "Oh, well, you're not doing what we expected you to do." Or especially like going to school for engineering. So many people are like, "Well, don't you regret not using your degree now?" I'm like, "No, like I'm so much happier now. I would be miserable in like a traditional engineering job." Regret using
0: it, so yeah. Yeah,
1: so I'm like, no, I'm I'm actually so happy. And always my end goal was to create my own business. It just like happened sooner than later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How long were you at your job? Nine months. Oh, see, mm-hmm. that's not even like... Yeah. yeah, I was
1: there for nine months. I mean, it was like... Obviously, it's not like years and years, but... No, that would
0: feel like a long time, though, with that schedule. That yeah. would feel like... That would age me 15 years, I think.
1: I had like, to move. Like, I started in September and I started working... Or I moved out of my like parents' house in December because I worked like back yeah. at home. And I couldn't do it because the commute was an hour to work and an hour back. And I was like, I need an apartment because I cannot do this commute yeah. and work like how I'm working. It was, yeah, it was like way Dang. too difficult. What did you do with your lease? So I found a subleaser. Oh God, So it like amazing. worked out perfectly. I found a subleaser. She's like taking over my lease in North Carolina. So yeah, because I had my lease until February. Like I would still okay. be there right now if I stuck Dang. out that lease yeah
0: for some reason this feels like it was so much longer to me like watching this stuff me too doesn't it feel like to you i'm like if i I'm, was not involved in the situation at all but i'm like yeah. gosh that feels like it was years ago like i know it really
1: does though i feel like i've been in new york forever and i've only been here for like three months <laughs>
0: that's actually so crazy i know and i, I feel remember like... watching your like apartment hunting vlogs oh miserable yeah. <laughs> no that apartment hunt was miserable awful
1: but i'm so happy that i'm here now and like I feel like I've just like always meant to be in New York. Like ever since I was nine, I was like, I'm moving to New York. Like I am moving here. I wanted to go to NYU and my parents were like, we're never paying for that. So (laughs) that was kind of out of the picture. And then I was like, okay, after college, I'll get a job in New York. And then that didn't happen. And then now finally, I'm like, I have nothing holding me back. Like I'm
0: moving. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so how did you kind of get over the fear of like changing your content and like how did that end up working out? I think I just really like kind of how we were saying just being myself.
1: I was like, okay I'm, just gonna put out content that I like and that's me and hope for the best but it's really nerve-wracking because but I remember in college I was really scared to even talk about engineering for some reason because I was like no one's doing it everyone's majoring in like fashion or business and like I'm like scared to put out content because I feel like no one's going to relate to it if not a lot of people are doing engineering but I was like okay some people are asking I'll just do like an engineering video like about what classes I'm taking how it is whatever and then I got such a positive response like so many people were like oh my gosh I'm so happy like To see a girl in STEM or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. This is kind of weird. Like people like this. And then when I got out of college, I was like, oh my gosh, all my content is college focused. Like no one's going to care that I'm working. I'm never going to be able to film because I'm at work from like nine to five. So I was like so nervous to film that. And then I did it. And then I got a positive response. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, So I feel like anytime I've, like, made a change and I've been nervous, I've actually gotten, like, the exact opposite response that I was thinking of. Like, even when I quit, I thought all the comments were going to be hate comments. And literally, I got, like, two. Like, it was, like, such a positive response. So I think that fear is, like, all in your head for the most part. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I'm thinking about it now. Like... When I started consulting, I was like, oh my gosh, people are gonna think I don't know what I'm doing Like what what's my business doing this, you know, like I should I should be older doing this and then I got a positive response So like I think it's I have so much fear in my head, but I just Go with it rip the band-aid off and then it's normally a pleasant surprise. Yeah
0: I think about like with me because I'm not gonna have obviously I'll graduate Mm -hmm. in 2020 and I'm not I don't know I keep saying obviously like not obviously like you don't (laughs) need to know my whole life. Um, Anyways, I will be graduating in 2020 and I like I'm not gonna have a normal post grad things. I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna go get a job like I don't need to do that. Yeah. So you already have a job like don't say yeah exactly. I actually hate when people say that they're like oh a real job. I'm like how this is still like a legitimate job. I know. Also like. I'm like, I don't know what qualifies this as a job. Like, you know what I like? Not a job. I know. It's I, know. Just so I need to stop saying that because I, I say it all the time too, though. And I'm yeah. like, wait, no,
1: that's not what I mean. I know. But, I catch myself and I do like air quotes when I say yeah. real, but I'm like, okay,
0: no, no, th- I am doing a real job. Yeah. So. Even today, I like posted something about how the coolest job in the world. And I almost went back to like put quotes on the job thing. But no. I'm like, no, it's a job. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not. I think too, like even just being kind of in the space that you're in, it's kind of weird when like you're in college mm-hmm. and the normal thing to be doing in college is do going to college? It's yeah. not like necessarily to be running this. And it's really, really easy for people who didn't grow up with me and didn't, ha- they haven't seen me working on this since I was 15. Yeah. To be like, oh my gosh, this girl posts an Instagram photo and they're paid like thousands of dollars and like whatever, yeah. like just for anyone on social media. And they'll say that about like other people. And I'm like, you know, like I do that anyways. Um, I'm like, you're literally talking about me. But, and they're just like weird. I don't know. And it's like, this is not, it's not an overnight success thing. And also mm-hmm. it's not even like, yeah, so I would agree that Instagram deals are pretty much the easiest ones that you can do. Yeah, Except for stories are really freaking annoying. But um, literally the other day I was like, I will take less money and not do the stories. I like, know, I, I hate am lining stories. it up, making oh, sure oh, the swipe
1: up works. <laughs> this
0: is literally the easiest problem in the world to have, guys. I'm aware. It's just like, it's just stupid to like even complain about it. But anyways it's not like you work for this Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's not I do believe in like I think there's like favor on people's lives and I think there's like luck to a certain extent like I think anyone can get lucky but like I think it's like Luck doesn't keep people there, you know, oh, absolutely. So it's like yeah. it's how you handle that Like if you can it, like the whole like stay ready So you don't have to get ready or like are you prepared because it's mm-hmm. like the luck can hit you and you're not prepared And it just fall flat to the ground. Yeah, or you could get a little bit more lucky than other like i'm aware Like yes, I think i worked really hard But I also think that a lot of people have worked really hard and it just didn't work out for them mm-hmm. But also i'm like yes while I maybe have worked like equally as hard and it, like, I got lucky. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you no, it's still, a combination. It's definitely. a combination of everything. Okay, so I want to talk about consulting. I was kind of talking about this before. This is something I'm actually, like, really interested in. But let's do, like, consulting for dummies. So kind of <laughs> explain it. Um, Consulting and, like, kind of, like, every aspect of it. Yeah, so I
1: now have, like, a consulting business that I just started. So it's still, like, very small. But basically, I always really i was always that person that like people ask for advice for like i'm starting this like youtube channel i'm starting this like online business how do i go about that like can you help me with my website can you help me with my instagram whatever so i was always that person that i feel like my friends or like people in my classes would like come to me for advice on that and i really like giving it like i think that it's something for me that i'm like Oh, it's easy. Like, just do this. It comes really naturally. It comes so naturally to me. So I just was like, oh, it comes naturally for everyone. And then I started (laughs) getting, like, working with brands more on consulting. Like, I started, like, asking my manager to, like, pitch me to brands for consulting and, like, started helping them out in, like, meetings. And, like, they were asking me, like, okay, what do you think your audience would like? How should we go about this? And I was like, this is something, like, I think I am good at and I am really, really interested in. So I decided to start a website and I would help people out with their personal brand so or businesses out with their personal brand. But we set up like a one-on-one call. And then I go through beforehand, like your entire social media, all your YouTube, anything that you want. Honestly, it's so totally personal. Some people have nothing and they're just like, I just want to start. Like, let's talk it mm-hmm. out. Or like, they already have a brand, but they like want it to get better. They want to expand. So I kind of like create a whole outline of like what we're going to talk about, what I think that you should be doing better. And it's not like mean or anything, but I do want to be honest. Like, okay, your thumbnails can use a little bit of work, but like, let's, let's see how to make it better. It's not just like, they suck. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, they suck
0: and I hate them. Yeah. yeah so
1: I'll like come it's up with ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's very constructive and we talk about it and, I'll go through like their how often are they posting i'll go through their videos I look at like their youtube analytics and i'm like, okay, let's understand these so you know like Where people are dropping off like audience retention people are dropping off in the first like 30 seconds of your video for the most part. Why is that like let's look at your first 30 seconds and see how you can make it better Because like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be happening, you know, so I like go through everything like that Like the behind the scenes part and then also it's like a back and forth Like if they want to start like a podcast eventually i'll talk to them through that or like I have this girl that is really good at graphic design that I'm working with, and like she wants to start a graphic design business but has no idea how. And so I'm kind of helping her out with like the Instagram part of that and like, okay, you should be posting like this. This is, you can start like, if you want to start on Etsy, you can do that. But if I think that you should start your own website, whatever that might look like, and like, Post behind the scenes, like record your iPad when you're using Procreate and post that as like the second part so people can see how you created the graphics, you know? So I help like very personally, like what that specific person should be doing. But it's like a conversation, like we're talking to each other through FaceTime, helping each other out. I give them the recording of the call, give them the outline, anything additional. And then we can do just like a one on one chat or like a one time chat, or it could be like recurring. So I keep you more accountable. Like, Hey, like, have you been posting? Have you been doing this? I watched your last video. I really liked it, or I feel like you should be doing this. But it's like, it's just really talking it out and like helping them out with it. But I'm not the one like posting for them. So I think that's yeah. like the, what people get confused on. Like, I am not, I am not running your social media. Like, I am yeah, not no. posting for you. I'm not creating the captions, but I am helping you out like with every step along the way.
0: How do you figure out what your rates would be for that stuff? Like, how did you uh, fu- and, like navigate that? That is so hard. I honestly... I, so I read this book, which you need to
1: read. Like, okay, you should... I will literally Amazon need to private read right this. now. It is my favorite book. I've read it twice already. I'm like waiting. Yeah. What is it? Like, I'm like <laughs> on
0: the edge of my seat, literally. It's Chillpreneur. Have you heard of it? No. It is I'm going to so it literally good. right now. So... Okay, I'm, I'm writing it down actually because I'll forget. Me and you are super similar. Oh, we're the, we're the same. Everything you say, I'm like, yeah, actually, I felt yeah. that way too.
1: <laughs> we're so similar. And this book like spoke exactly to me. Like I thought that she was like writing this book for me. So like you will feel the exact same way. Is it this one? It's the second one. It's, okay, perfect. Yeah, it's that one I'm right ordering there. it
0: right now. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll actually. be in the show notes. No. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: Actually, I'll put it in the show notes actually. <laughs> it is such a good book. And like she talked about rates and it's one of those things where like we feel so scared of like setting a rate and then normally that's what holds us back mm-hmm. you can change your rates at any time like you can literally yeah, change your so rates true. at any time pick a number that you think is fair i know i don't have i was like looking at other people's but it's not that helpful to like look at other people's because they're different than you they might have more yeah. experience or less but like i feel like i have a lot of experience but i am just starting out with consulting so i did price them a little lower so that my audience can also afford it too mm-hmm. so i just kind of like set a number i was like this sounds good I'm is that like hourly mm-hmm. okay. well it's like a one-time session which is an okay, hour cool. long so i don't charge like hourly like when i'm working on the outline beforehand or like yeah. when i'm sending it over on the google drive afterwards like i'm not that's charging included. for that that's all included yeah. so it's just like one bundle and then if they do recurring ones i do a 15 percent off so that it's like okay, if you cool. book a
0: minimum of four i do 15 percent off so, when you send them the outline, do you make it like take me through like practically? Is that like on Excel? Is that on a Google Doc? Like, how do you send them over? Yeah. So I do a Google Doc. Okay, I do cool. everything through Google Drive. Like, I have a folder. For I live every on client. Google Drive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every single client, I have a folder for them. I put the outline in the folder. I put like the Zoom recording. So I record on Zoom. I keep saying Facetime, but it's Zoom. But I feel like most people don't know what that yeah. is. So I do a Zoom recording. I upload that so that they can look back at it if they ever need to, and then. If we're doing recurring ones, I like build it off that folder and I'll like keep adding to that folder. But I share that folder with them. I send them an email and then I do everything like through Google Drive and like they can book it themselves. So I use Acuity, which is a scheduling like service mm-hmm. so I use acuity to schedule and then it goes straight to my google calendar which is really nice and oh, it like that's amazing has a zoom link already there so like i don't have to like, oh, create... like when you go
0: in your mm-hmm. own oh, i it's love so that easy. i literally love that seamless yeah yes yeah, seamless so efficient yeah how many calls do you typically do a week like how many clients will you i, mean, I guess if it's a one time i guess it's a little bit different but like how many calls do you think you're doing a week So I've been doing... I
1: started with like a maximum of five because I knew I had like a lot of other stuff going on that I didn't want to overwork myself. So I do a maximum of five, but I also do have clients like... 15 minute consultations, which are totally free, that we're just like, okay, let's just see if we would be a good fit because I don't want to charge you and I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste your money if we're not even going to be a good fit. So, like, I'll have people call me beforehand and be like, hey, like, what are you trying? Like, what are your goals? So I can understand them before the call. And then, can we work together? Can we not? Whatever. And then I'll send them a follow up email, like, you can book here or like, I can refer them to someone else if I think that we wouldn't be that great of a fit or if I don't think I'm like capable of helping them.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Have you had people that, like, have you made the mistake of actually like booking an hour session and you're like, this is not really what I want to be doing? Not really. Honestly, I've been really lucky. Everyone that I've worked
1: with has been awesome. And like, I feel like I actually did help them. And that's like one thing that I was so scared of. I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm not helping these people? <laughs> like, I'm so scared. So I get feedback after like every session I or after like, a week or two I'll like ask everyone for some feedback to see like what if they implemented anything. Like, did it help them? And like all I've gotten has been positive feedback, okay, cool. which has been so, so like relieving for me. And also I'm like, okay, this like I guess clarifies that I'm on the right path. You know, yeah. like I had do have a gift of helping people out with this. And I'm not trying to sound like I feel like it sounds so conceited right now. No, I
0: I don't think you do. And I also think you should I think that we should be, especially I think as girls, this is a problem, and I know because I have this problem. But like identifying your gift and what you're good at, and knowing what you're good at, is not something to be. It's not conceited. Yeah, it's like you're not at all. I know exactly what you're gonna. Oh my god, I'm so no, we're literally the same. No, it's like you know what you're good at. Like play Mm -hmm. off your strengths. Yeah, yeah, great. I am bad at a lot of other things. Yeah, I'm like my my strengths are not Excel sheets. I can (laughs) tell you that. Like I'm like I can make one. I don't don't want to do any
1: of the numbers. Like exactly. So I. I'm just like playing up my strengths right now and it's so rewarding seeing people that like implement what i'm I guess like helping them with and seeing it grow Like I was helping this one girl like creating she wanted to create like a self-care event and I was like working with her on like Not like like, yes the logistics but also like her whole entire brand behind this like being the self-care person and I was just like, I saw she emailed me. She's like, I created merch for it. I created Aww. this event. Like, it's going to be on January 19th in DC. Like, I'm so excited. And it's just like, oh my God, I can't. Like, obviously it was 100% her doing. Like, she made this. This is her. But I'm so glad that I was able to be a slight part of yeah, it. Yeah, like play a role know? in that. Yeah. That
0: has to be so rewarding. So it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it is
1: really, really cool doing that.
0: Literally, this is, I've realized this over the past year that I actually do this for free Her people All the time and i'm like this is something I I, like i'm so passionate about it Like when my will do this for like other people i'm like almost more into it than doing I I am more into it than doing it for myself, even though I love my own stuff Okay, so let's go to like your pitch email Mm -hmm. When you i'm like so into being very very practical with anything. Yeah So when you send a pitch email, like what's your subject? Do you send like Like I would send like a media cat like what Mm -hmm. do you send? Do you have like a rate card? Do you wait like what take me through your email process? So, like for one on one clients or yeah. for, so I basically. Or brands. Is it,
1: are so they I, different well, for your emails? I haven't reached out to brands yet. That's like okay. coming in 2020, but I already kind of have an idea of like what I'm going to say. Cool. So, basically, for a client, for like a, just a person that's trying to create a business or like creating a brand for themselves, I will say, like, hey, I have no, like, this, these are my services. Well, first I say, sorry, let me backtrack. First I say, like, I really love, your social media, I feel like you have like such potential. I feel like we could be a really good fit working together. And I definitely make sure to like make them know that I know exactly who they are. I have looked through their stuff because the biggest thing for me, whenever I get an email from a brand <sighs> yes. and they like, one, sometimes they don't even know my name. Like they'll say like, Hey, like Kate. And I'm hey like, Sarah. Okay, no, I'm like, delete. no. Yeah. Or they'll be like, we love your college content. I'm like, okay, I've been out of school for like two years. Like you don't know who I am or." They'll mention like, oh, are you based in la i'm like No, you it's know, it's like so, so easy to see that too. Exactly. Like, so it's really it's just that personal touch like I want to make sure that they know that I know exactly who they are and I do like I'm, I actually like look through their stuff So I like make sure to like point out something specific in it so that they know that i'm like actually looking at their stuff then I let them or I tell them that I think would be a good fit Here's how I could help like I feel like we could really grow this If you want to ever like make money off of it We can like pitch to brands together like I help them like also Pitch to brands if they're at that stage because mm-hmm. like some people are just starting and i'm like, okay It's not the time but yeah. <laughs> If they're there already i'll help them with that And then I also say like you can email you can book it here Like make it really easy for them like send the link out already so that they have it there So it's not like a back and forth and then I also have like an ebook for social media and i'm like I bought I-
0: this Thank you. I I remember. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, thank you so much. (laughs) But I'll like link that in the email too. Like if this is, if you want like something a little more broad, like you can purchase the ebook here too. And I'll have the link for that. Just make it very easy. Make it concise. I want, I don't like back and forth emails. Like I hate back and forth emails. So I put everything
0: in the first one. I, i'm very passionate about this yeah i don't like back and forth emails and i don't like phone calls that could be emails yes yes i hate phone calls awful (laughs) like i will do anything i can if i know the phone call can be an email and it's Mm -hmm. not a legitimate meeting yes yeah one i prefer meetings in person and two no Well, that's why i have the
1: outline also with my like consultations because there's some things that you need to see like written down like i love having that back and forth seeing you face to face like talking to you about it but like there's some things that do not need to be in in person or there's some things that you might forget if it's just like yes. a conversation so i like having like both of those and then yeah i'll send them like the email to like the sharing the drive for them and then same with like brands i'll i'm going to like pitch myself to them by like saying what i do Saying what I think they can do better in so that they know that I'm like specifically looking at their stuff, not just like a broad email, but also like complimenting them, of course, because mm-hmm. I don't want to work with a brand that I don't like. And then asking if we could like set up a meeting or set up a call or whatever that might look like. And if they they have any questions, like email me. Short and sweet, letting them know that you care, letting them know that you know who they are is like the most important thing, I feel like. So that's like, I feel like email etiquette for
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. 101 <laughs> actually that's a big thing too mm-hmm. like people i'm like honestly just some businesses i'm like if i just changed who did your emails yep i promise you yeah like they're... i can think of three brands right no, no. now <laughs> immediately too. that i'm like if someone else handled your emails you guys would be doing so much better i mm-hmm. promise you because i know every single one of my friends ignores all of your emails and i can only imagine that that means everyone else in like the influencer world or like yeah. honestly across the board probably does yeah okay so out of like, let's say you reach out to, like, 100 people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how many people you reach out to. But how often do you... Like, what is your most common response do most people get back to you? Is it just, like, oh, like, they'll immediately, they're like, oh my gosh, let me hire you. Like, what is that process? I feel like for the most part,
1: especially in the beginning, it was, like, a lot of people were like very excited and on board. I have had some people that I have like a 15 minute call and then uh, they'll like be so on board. They're like, yes, I love this. Like, let's work together. I send them an email and then like no response. So, do you send them an email? It, do you think it's because like they don't
0: want to pay? Or do I think, you think it probably
1: has to do with money. Yeah.
0: Probably, which is understandable. Yeah. If it's not in your budget, it's mm-hmm. not in your budget. Yeah.
1: And there are some people that will email me and they'll be like, I really want to work with you, but I just like can't afford it. And then I feel bad, but I have to know my worth. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, i don't like doing favors for that certain situation of course if i know the person and if i really want to help them i will but if it's just like a random person emailing me and like asking me for a discount i'm just like i'm sorry yeah maybe well we might have a discount coming up soon but you know i'm not because then i feel like i have to do that for everyone yeah so it's one of those things that's like the hardest part that like if you ever get into this you're gonna see like being I want to help everyone but it's like you can't and that book also talks about that like people like asking for discounts and like friends and family rates and stuff like that like do whatever you feel comfortable but don't feel like obligated
0: to do it because you have to know your worth and two I think you already give out so much free resource and you already Mm -hmm. give out it's not like you can't learn already from like your YouTube channel and your podcast with all the guests that you have on so like this is a this is kind of like the premium, right? Yeah, so yeah. at some point, like you do have to charge, like you're giving out all this free content, which I think is really important in a business in 100%. general because it gets people to pay attention. And they're like, wait, I actually like you. It's kind of like a trial, you know, yeah, It's like you can yeah. learn from these people. Like there are certain people that it's like I would pay to be in like a program with you because yeah. of how much I've already gotten. Like. You know, and the same thing with book sales. It's like, you know, it's like a premium. Like you end up having, like you pay and you also don't, you also want to pay. So I think like at some point that will be hard for me. At some point you will have to like learn to say no. You know, and I feel like because it's so personal, that's why you're paying for it because, like,,
1: yeah. my YouTube videos, I have a lot that i I just posted on, like how to start a YouTube channel. I have um on my website, I like implemented a blog section, which I it's not like weekly or anything, but like if I ever have anything I really want to share, like I post it on there, and that's totally free. I have free resources on my website that people can download. You know, so I really do want to make it as affordable as possible. My book is twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. It's not like that expensive. So yeah, no. I feel like, I'm trying to make it as affordable for everyone, but like if you do want that next step and like have it be very personalized, then it's it's gonna charge or I'm gonna charge. And also it's like an hour of my time, an hour of your time. Exactly. And if you have money in it, I feel like you have some more skin in the game. Like you're gonna implement it more. Yeah. I -hmm. think if
0: you also subconsciously, if you are paying for something, you're gonna take it more seriously. And I think that's also kind of a step. It's like Let's say I'm not like I don't mean to kind of spend like recklessly, but I think maybe save up money. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's a little bit out of your budget. You save up money and you're like, OK, this is a, it, it places an importance and a priority on it. And I mm-hmm. think what you spend your money on says a lot about you. And it's like it, like I just feel like you will feel like more dedicated and serious about it. As you're taking that step, you know, totally. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. So we've been recording for a long time But I do want to hear what is your typical like day in the life? I get this I know that it's probably annoying because i'm sure it's different every single day, but just kind (laughs) of give me like a generic Every day like just day in the life of natalie so yes, every day is different but
1: honestly like A lot of my days are very similar. So I like waking up early. Like I wake up around like 6.30 or 7. And I like doing a workout class. So I... Or going to the gym. literally the same. Yeah. (laughs) Going to the gym or doing a workout class. I need to work out in the mornings. I can't work out at night because I just like... I won't. I know myself. I won't work out. So I have to work out in the mornings. And that's kind of just like... My me time, like my mornings Mm -hmm. are for me. I hate being rushed in the morning. I don't like booking things early in the morning because then I know I'm going to feel anxious. When's the earliest you'll
0: book? I'm the exact same way. And I have to work out in the morning or else I'll get anxious. Yeah. But when's the earliest you book? 10 a.m. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah. No, like 10 is my earliest, but I like coming home and making breakfast and drinking my coffee and like relaxing in the morning up until like. Probably like nine. I'll like start my morning, like start working like nine, nine 30. And then I joined a co working space here. So I joined the wing and I've been going there a lot like throughout the day, which I want to like, join the wing. It's so awesome. K. Rossi
0: like says the best things about it. When She's I go like, to yeah, LA, go.
1: come with me. Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah. But it's, it's great. Like I, I feel like very motivated there. I get a lot of work done. I feel very productive and So I try like doing that, but I don't go every day because sometimes I'll have to film a sit-down video. So then that's the days I wear makeup and I like makeup on, do my hair and do that. I like cooking at home a lot. I try to like not eat out and it's really hard in New York because there's just like good food everywhere. But I like save my going out like meals for the weekends. So I'll go home for lunch or I'll like bring a lunch and cook at home. If I have podcasting, some days I have like four podcasts to record mm-hmm. in a row. So I'll do that either at home or I'll like sometimes find a podcast studio to go to. So it really like every day is different, but like that's kind of working. I'm always, I need to be better at time batching because I don't time batch. I literally will do like a podcast and then I'll like edit a video for an hour and then I'll go do another podcast this and then is I'll email that because
0: of school. Like I I'm have so to, bad.
1: Yeah. I'm so bad at time batching and it, gets me so stressed. So actually my new year's resolution is to time batch batch because I will literally be in the middle of like editing an Instagram post. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I have an email that just popped up on my phone. Let me answer that. Then I'll answer that email. And then I'm like, Oh, I see. I have other emails. Let me answer those. And then I'm also in the middle of editing a video. And like, I, I just need to be better at like time batching. So basically I do a little bit of everything every single day, podcast stuff. I'll make the stories for the podcast. I'll like, I'll see like, okay, who else can I like join on the podcast oh i haven't posted on my story for a while let me do that you know so (laughs) it's just like a lot of either filming editing podcasting or instagram stuff or emails which take up a lot of time so kind of all of that throughout the day i end my day normally around like seven i eat dinner cook dinner i'll hang out on the couch with my roommate but still with my laptop on my lap and like working and like i need to get better at just like turning it off at night and then at night i facetime my boyfriend and then that's like my like okay i'm not working yeah it's
0: honestly having a boyfriend is so nice for not working. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's something that you have that you use every single day that you feel like makes your life way better? That isn't like your phone or your laptop or something like, do you have something that you're like this or like even just like a trick or a tool, like something that you've implemented that you feel like just makes your days better? So two things
1: one google calendar. I use google calendar for literally everything (laughs) It's gotten so bad that like if I don't put something on my calendar, I just completely forget about it It doesn't
0: exist if it's not on your calendar exactly like i've had
1: things that I'll I'll be like, oh my god, like they'll text me. They'll be like, okay, i'm about to be there in 30 minutes. I'm like (laughs) That was (laughs) not on my calendar (laughs) So I like rush to like go and do that. So I need to be Better like not relying it on it as much, but like I do rely on it a lot. So that, and then I just recently got an assistant when I moved to New York, which helps me out so much. She's awesome. Is she She, part time or
0: full time? Part time. I don't
1: have enough for her to do full time. -time, I feel like because I cannot let go of things, so (laughs) I'm very bad at that. But she helps me out. She probably works like ten hours a week. Okay, and. 10 hours a week is not a lot for like a normal like person working like if you're working at a job 10 hours I feel like isn't that much throughout a whole week but for me that's a whole day like that's a whole yeah. day of things that she is helping me with she's a lifesaver she edits my podcast she will like post for the real real podcast mm-hmm. like she completely has control of that she edits my videos a rough cut and then I go in and I do like the titles and oh, so, so I still have to edit my videos but How like did you find her She reached out to me, actually. Yeah, she reached out to me when I was here and was like, hey, just saw that you moved to New York. Like, I'd love to sit down and see if we can work together. And I was like, okay, sure. I wasn't even looking for an assistant. I was like, okay, I'll see what she says. And she just like, is really on top of it. Super organized, really nice. Like, we're very similar. Like, we're friends now, you know? And then she does all my like consulting emails. So they go to her first. Because like, if someone's just asking like, hey, how can I book a a consultation? Like, I don't need to answer that. You know, like she can... She can help me with that. So she helps me a lot with that. She like kind of... She doesn't control my calendar, but she will help me like add things to my calendar if I need to. So she's really good with that. And she knows that I rely on Google Calendar so much. So like if there's something that's not on there that she knows I'm doing, she'll text me and be like, hey, just so you know, like... It's not on your calendar, but you have this like going up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have you like, I'm giving you access to like be able to edit it so that you can help me with that too. So it's just really helpful for little things. Yeah. That's really actually Mm -hmm. so helpful. And she's like such a lifesaver. So having those extra like 10 hours a week has helped me out so much.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah oh my gosh you should get one I know
0: I've thought about it I think when I graduate I'm gonna have to yeah there's just that's what I said like there's so many little things that I just don't need to be doing anymore Mm -hmm. that are like taking up so much of my time like I Mm -hmm. need to be freed up to like do more yeah, you exactly know? and like I still go in and like
1: edit my videos with my style Like there's some things yeah. that she might leave in that i'm like and eh, I don't want that anymore And i'll like cut it out. I do all the titles i'll do like the color correcting and stuff like that But it's just nice having that like
0: rough cut already. Yeah, I have an editor from all my sit-down videos Like I don't edit those at all anymore. Oh, really? It's That's the best really thing nice. that ever happened to me. Like I hate editing sit-down me videos Hate too. it more than anything and it was a good investment because like even i'm for instance I'm in new york this week. I had four branded videos do Mm-hmm. this week and yeah. I like had finals and like it's quarter four it's vlogmas like craziest like such a busy time yeah and I'm like I would not have been I would have had to pull I wouldn't have pulled an on it or I would have died but like I don't know what I would have done had it not been for that so it's just like little things like that I feel like I've already started but like I definitely yeah would want like a part-time assistant yeah to graduate I and
1: think. it's like obviously I pay her and stuff and like 10 hours for me is not like it's so worth it it yes. is so worth it yeah I love yeah. that oh my gosh okay so where can they find you So I have an Instagram, YouTube podcast. My Instagram and YouTube is just Natalie Barbu, B-A-R-B-U. A lot of people don't know how to spell my last name. My podcast is The Real Real Podcast. You can find it, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen, and my website is nataliebarbu.com. So it's very, very simple. And
0: that's where if they're like interested in like hiring you, they yes. can find you there. Yes, okay. you can find me there. And there's also like a blog on there and like my ebook. So there's yeah. a bunch of free stuff on there too. No, also a budget template thing. Oh Love yeah, that. my budget template. Yeah, it's yeah really super into budgeting. So <laughs> Okay, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a great episode. Thank uh, you for having me. I'm so excited <sighs> to have this go up. Oh my gosh. All right, bye. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much to Natalie for coming on. I have her stuff linked below in the show notes. Again, be sure to go check out our episode on her podcast, The Real Real. I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.